Welcome to Dovlin's Zen. This is your host, Dovlin speaking. Joining me today is my co-host, John. How's it going? Today, we'll be talking to you about WandaVision Episode 6 and some other stuff. There's going to be spoilers in this episode, so if you haven't seen Episode 6, go back and watch it. Come back to us, and we'll be here after these Welcome back. All right, so let's get into this, John. We know the intro was Malcolm in the Middle, and I loved it. I thought it was funny. It was great. Yeah, you definitely had, like, the the whole kids talking to the camera on their own. Yeah, I kind of wish they would have kept it throughout the show, except for just the first, like, arc of the show. But that's fine. You definitely notice Pietro talking about some random stuff. Uh, like, he'll see something. Like, uh, Billy's talking to the camera, and Pietro's kind of side-eyeing him. Like, who are you talking to? Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Uh, it kind of makes you feel like he's... It, he feels like he's not involved. Even in the credits, that shows him playing himself. Yes. You know? Yeah. Which, I mean, he is, so... It also says Wanda's playing Wanda Maxinoff, so... Well, yeah, but we'll see. So it said their names, you know, as the characters, and then it said Pietro Maximoff as himself. Which I... Like when it showed Vision, it just said the Vision. Yeah, which I don't believe that's Pietro Maximoff, but we'll get into that. No, I don't think so either. All right, so the first thing that caught my eye after, you know, it was Malcolm in the Middle entry. The boys are wearing their colors they wear as adults for their hero costumes. Yeah. Well, Billy was. He had the headband and the red cape. Yeah, and Speed Speed wears green. If I'm uh, he was like remember he said I'm the he said I'm in costume, I'm the cool I'm the cool twin. Yeah. So and then we got of course got to see Wanda and her comically accurate outfit. We got to see Vision in his and then Pietro took off and him and Tommy went and got theirs where they um, where they looked like their comic book counterparts. Yes. And so go ahead. Uh, no, so I, I think that was done more as a little bit of fan service and kind of done in a mocking way. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was too. Um, about that, though, Vision comes down wearing his Mexican luchador outfit, if you can really call it that. But uh, yeah. he says, well, it was the only outfit in the closet, implying that Wanda took away all of his other clothes and forced him to wear that. Yeah. So kind of kind of like a, a casting costume designer. Yeah, so we, we still see Wanda trying to control Vision and what he does. Yeah. And she kind of took a step back on that. Then you have... uh, They all get their comic-accurate outfits, and they... Vision kind of broke character a little bit and was like, hey, look, I'm going to do my own thing. And instead of her changing it 
he kind of kind of just let him go with it. Yeah, and I think and, I think she did that to avoid a fight in front of the kids and Pietro. Right. And, but did you notice Pietro's face? Yeah, I did. He's kind of like, Ugh. and then Vision kind of gave him the jab in the chest. And he didn't like that either. So it was. I don't think he likes Vision. Yeah, I think they're in competition somehow. Another thing I, I was thinking was, you know, Vision was being held by sword. And, you know, Vision's body is made out of vibranium. Yes. And Wakanda's not going to give up somebody who's made of their material. You know what I mean? Yes. So we know that adamantium is a vibranium and steel combination, like a man-made metal. And I almost wonder if Hayward isn't kind of like a striker or maybe even, uh, oh, what's his name? I forgot his name. The guy who made the Sentinels. Oh, oh I don't remember. I need to look it up. Uh, but I, I think that they may be trying to do something like that. And you might get a little bit of an excellent vibe in it. Um, So I just thought it was kind of off. I, st- I still feel like Hayward's kind of he's kind of not a good guy, and kind of see a little more of that in this episode where you know uh, he goes after Rambo and oh uh, Wu and Darcy and says and he accuses Rambo of having of supporting superpowered beings, and it's almost kind of like the way the government doesn't support mutants. And the X Men comics, you know, they all want to turn against him. So it kind of seems like he's got a problem with superpowered people. Yes, and I'm sure there's a reason why that we'll discover at some point. But yeah, he seemed like I, I talked to somebody, and they, a lot of people were saying that he's not the bad guy. He's just an antagonist, and other people like us, we think, well, no, he's he's downright shady. Yeah, there's some there's something off about him. And and we saw the we saw he's got hidden files and stuff. Yeah, and that's that's hidden files are shady no matter what. Yeah. And another thing is let's talk about Darcy for a minute. Okay. So when we first met her in Thor, she was a political science major. Mm-hmm. She wasn't an astrophysicist. She had, and I guess yeah, it's been what ten years since we got Thor. I I would I would wager the Dark World was the last time we saw her. I would wager if she became an astrophysicist after meeting Thor and you know watching the sky open for the Bifrost. Yeah, and she might have, but and now she's hacking into government files. That I'm not look. I don't know that Darcy is actually Darcy. It is. It is possible. I think Darcy may be a scroll. That is highly possible, but at the same time, I mean, why would they pick Darcy? Maybe because of her work with space. That's possible. I also think that the issue with Captain Marvel 
is that her stuff with the space stone, you know, how she got her abilities, that may have been what gave Maria cancer. That is that is my theory as well. It's I figured, you know, because they they give off radiation. Radiation is a major theme throughout the MCU. The stones give off radiation. Vision gets off gives off radiation. Uh, which we see with Hayward tracking him in this last episode. Yeah, and so I, I'm 100% positive that uh, Carol, Captain Marvel, using her powers around, is it Maria? Yeah. Is what caused her cancer. And, yeah, and, that, and that's what I was thinking. And I think Monica's biggest issue isn't the fact that she gave her mom cancer, it's the fact that she never showed up for her mom after she gave her mom cancer. I got something on that, too. What's that? Captain Marvel has short hair when we saw her in Endgame. Yes. That may have been because she cut her hair off to support Maria's cancer treatment. That's That'd be a, a nice thought. But I don't think she ever went and vis- visited her friend. And I mean, it would be really hard to face somebody who you gave cancer to. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I have everything in my head's unorganized after this episode. Everything's off. We do know that Hayward and Pietro both say the word nightmare. It's twice it's popped up in this episode. Kind of makes me think one of them maybe. I think Pietro was nightmare. And I think uh, Hayward is either going to be Master Pandemonium, who is looking to gather the shards of the soul, and then Mephisto is going to come in and be like, "Hot, no, those are mine, give them that. Uh, or he's Mephisto, and he's trying to get the boys. Because you got, you, you're kind of missing that middle piece. Yeah, Mephisto created the boys with his soul shards, and he's responsible for their creation because he wants their powers. But there's still that middle piece with Master Pandemonium. Now, I kind of am thinking opposite. I think that Pietro... All right, so for Pietro, and I know I'm getting off track here, Pietro's either Quicksilver from the Fox movies, from the X-Men movies, and is the mutant, and brought in and wanted to basically mine whatever him like she did with Vision and the rest of the town for him to be her brother... Or he's actually a Mephisto just because she has no control over him. Right. And those are my two working theories, and so far the show just loves to prove every theory I have wrong. So so what I've gathered is that I think Evan Peters only has three episodes. So we may not have Evan Peters after this next one. So that, that's going to lead to more speculation. Of course, they could just be keeping it secret. Well, and hopefully they don't count the first episode that he was in for a whole 30 seconds. That's the first episode that he's budgeted for. Hopefully it's episode six, seven, and eight. So we know the lady who played Dottie had to have permission from Kevin Feige to announce who she was or to announce that she got a role. Yeah. I think she's Sue Storm. That would be a thought. And like I was telling you 
in different languages, they were calling the aerospace engineer a woman. But in episode uh-huh. six, Monica calls him. We're going to go. She says, I'm going to go meet my man in an hour. She's my guy. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, I'm going to go with oh, my So it's possible it's still a woman, but it, it. Yeah. And they're just trying to throw us off. Um, and then there's, so let's see, where were we at? Uh, they were about to go trick or treating. Okay. Yeah. Getting back on vision yeah. started. So, yeah. Vision, vision started wandering throughout the town. And the further he got away from Wanda, the more stuff got a little weird. You know, people were on a loop. The one lady was on a loop yeah. trying to hang up the little ghost. And then she, like, had, like, a single tear shed. So it's almost like the further away they are, the, the more their consciousness comes to the surface. Maybe. Yes, before we get into that, though, we need to address that. Quicksilver did call the boys Demon Spawns. Yeah, he said Unleash Hell Demon Spawns. So, you know... It could be a throwaway line, but I don't think anything in this show is a throwaway line. And that kind of goes yeah. hand in hand with what we've been saying since episode three about her children. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing is so, you know, he said that, and then you get a little bit of Top Gun in there, you know, where he says, I have the need for speed. Yes. And he said that to Tommy. They did their little high five. And after that, the boys say kick ass. Which, and then Wanda says kick ass. Which, I don't know, it may have just been something they said, but Evan Peters and Aaron Taylor Johnson are both in kick ass. Yes. And that actually addresses something else I wanted to bring up about this episode. And, I mean, it could be because 90s sitcoms started using more vulgar language. But this episode, it, it had a lot more. Uh, they were saying kick ass. They said unleashed hell. Uh, Monica calls Hayward a bastard. It had a lot more vulgar language than all the previous episodes in it. Yeah, that's true. I didn't I didn't really notice that because I used that language every day. Uh, and then after after all that, Wanda goes up to uh, Herb and he goes. She goes, "Oh, where's Vision? Isn't he working tonight?" Herb goes, "No." And he he pretty much breaks character to ask Wanda, well, "What do you want me to do with this? This is off script. This isn't what's supposed to happen." Right. And uh, that that kind of. I've noticed that Herb's able to break character, Dottie broke character, and Agnes can break character. The other people I've seen, it, it seems to be they have to be woken up. Yeah. Um, and Geraldine was able to break character, Geraldine, Monica, whatever you want to call it. She was able to break character, too. So I'm not entirely sure how much control she has. But we know she's got quite a bit. Yes. All right. So now, now we get the commercial. The weird, the weird claymation, gogurt ripoff commercial. 
Yo Magic, the snack for survivors. Now, we, we, I've read several different things. I came to my own conclusions on a few different things, but it's about their childhood growing up in Warsaw, Slovakia, and how Wanda sees everyone as a shark or someone out to get her as a first opportunity. There's, it's, there's several different things going on. We won't ever really know which one it, it is, but it's, I like to think that it's their childhood. You know, or whenever the bombs fell, how they were stuck for two days and starving. Yeah, yeah. but it was uh, it was their darkest commercial yet. But that also kind of goes in line for the '90s when when everything started to get more edgier. Oh, yeah, kind of had that that shock factor. Yeah, it's it was an interesting commercial to say the least. It actually kind of made me a little bit uncomfortable the first time I watched it. So let's see. Okay. At? So we got the commercial. Yes. Now, the movie theater. Vision's wandering. He's he's seeing all the people. He runs into Agnes. Everybody else is frozen. Agnes is still able to communicate. And then he wakes her up and she's like, But you're dead. Yada yada yada. And then he she starts laughing of all kind of crazy. Vision doesn't remember that he's an Avenger. He doesn't know what the Avengers are. So that kind of makes you wonder if Vision is actually Vision or if he has maybe getting the Mind Stone removed erase most of his memories or maybe the memories that he doesn't have are the memories that sure he was able to pull out Wakanda or something like that. Yeah, that was kind of confusing. I kind of figured it was Wanda erasing his memory of the Avengers. Yeah, and and it could have been to just keep him out of his, you know, keep him keep him docile. Yeah, where he doesn't remember that he's an actual hero. Um, I got to be honest. I wanted that scene to be a little bit more because it was so hyped up in the trailers, in my opinion, for a relatively yeah. simple scene. Yeah, and then so then you see. Vision start walking off towards the barrier or towards the perimeter. Yeah. And then it cuts back. They're back in the town square. It shows Wanda. And then Tommy gets his super okay, speed. Before that, did you notice the movie theater they stood in front of? Yeah. The where see that it kind of confused me because the Incredibles came out after 2000. Yeah. Which of course is a superhero family movie. Oh, they're superheroes and they're all well. You know, it's families, what we got here. And then the other one was the parent trap, which was two twins reunited to get their parents back together. Yes. And I kind of figured the Incredibles, they threw that in for the superpowered family aspect of it. You know, we're, we're dealing with a superpowered family here. And then the parent trap, like you said, it's about two twins trying to get their parents back together. And I was like, okay, well, how does that fit in? Well, maybe next episode we're going to see the boys trying to do something with their parents because at the beginning of the episode it says they will they haven't really been fighting but they've been acting really weird. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when um so Tommy found out he had super speed and they ran around and did all their fun stuff. And then Billy hears vision 
screaming in pain as Vision's walk trying to get through the barrier. And so Billy is able to tap into his abilities. And then Wanda goes full on. I, the closest thing I can compare it to is House Vim, where she just starts expanding the perimeter to bring Vision back in. And we see the sword facility turned into a circus and the sword agents turned into clowns, which may be how Wanda perceives them as she thinks they're clowns. He did call them goons. Yeah. So, um, and then Darcy came back out. She's handcuffed. And she says, you know, she's like, oh, fudge. And we don't really see what happens to her, but we see everybody else change. That's kind of why I'm like, you know, well, maybe Darcy's not a human. I still think she's an alien of some sort. Yeah, and that, that that's a good point because she just disappeared. I also think she may have been – I'm not saying she was replaced with a scroll. Darcy may have been a scroll the whole time. That's highly possible. Darcy may have been Talos' daughter. Right. Remember, we met her back in Captain Marvel. Yes. All right. So some stuff we need to address from the episode as well that we didn't is that um, Wanda saw Pietro dead like in episode three for Vision. Yeah, kind of like all shot up and gray with dark gray eyes being all unnerving and stuff. Now, is that Wanda's grip being loosened on them, or is that her mind slipping, or what do you think that is? I think that's whoever's pulling the strings showing Wanda she's not entirely in control. All right. Because, I mean, Peter shouldn't have those memories. No, he shouldn't. And that's why I think they were put in his head, and he's he might be acting. <laughs> yeah, and that's what that's kind of why I pointed out as the as himself part earlier, where maybe he's just an actor acting like himself. But there was something, there was just something about the way he described the MCU's Pietro dying. He said, I died shot in the street like a chump which we know wasn't really how Pietro died. He, you know, he was saving Hawkeye and a child. Yes. So I don't, I can't see anybody speaking about themselves when they had such a noble death. (coughs) Right. He, he, uh, I mean, it was to the point where Hawkeye named one of his kids after Pietro. Exactly. So I think that that was, the actor doing it that way. You know, maybe maybe yeah. in Wanda's head, he did die like that because at that point in time, she barely even knew Hawkeye. I mean, he, he, he was really nothing compared to them. They were just trying to save the country that they were in because Ultron was like, well, I'm just going to kill everybody now. Right. And, and Hayward's tried to make Wanda out to be like a terrorist. Which, okay, if we look at the facts, 
She broke into a sword facility, stole a corpse, breaking the Sokovian Accords using her powers. Technically, in their universe, she would be a terrorist. Yeah. But, like, like Jimmy said, it's an oversimplification. Oh, my favorite part of the episode right there. We're not talking about him. Oh, yeah, and which one of these is sassy best friend? Battle Park comes out. Right, which, yeah. Yeah, and, and then we find out that something is changing in Monica's DNA. Everybody keeps trying to act like, oh, she's going to be a mutant. What, no, no, she's not going to be a mutant. We saw her lab results, and she's bright and glowy. So Yeah, and she got her abilities through interdimensional magic, which if Wanda's able to get into the multiverse, that would be interdimensional. Yes. And that would be, make more sense than she's becoming a mutant because if it happens because Wanda hit her with the magic, that's not a mutant, that's mutate. What? Marvel's very clear on how they separate those things. Yes, and a mutant is born with it. A mutate is given. Okay, for example, Wolverine, a born mutant. Spider-Man right. had a mutation. Right. It now had that later in life. So, and that, I think we're going to find out that Wanda was a mutant and it was awakened with the Mind Stone. Like she was already predisposed to having those abilities. Yes. Yes. So I think we'll find that out. I do I, I do think we're gonna get some sort of mutant mutants in this. But I don't think that they're going to make Photon a mutant. Or if she's Photon, she may be Spectrum. I know she was Spectrum. She became Spectrum in like 2013, 2016, something like that. So I don't know what name they're gonna go with. I know they called her mom Photon, so she may be Spectrum. But it's still there's something happening to Monica and I don't know if I mean because she does she is pretty powerful. She was used in Civil War two for a little bit in, in the comics and she was part of like when Cap took over Shield and pulled the whole Secret Empire stuff. She was trapped off world because of the barrier they put up for that. So that that shows how powerful she is that Cap wanted to make sure she wasn't able to get back to Earth. Yeah. And you know, this episode finally showed us the most action that any episode has so far. With uh Monica yeah. and Jimmy Wu knocking out those sword agents. So Yeah, we got a little bit of physical so violence. There, there's your physical violence people who have been waiting for it. Yeah. Um, so here's my thing. Why couldn't Vision just phase out of the parade? I think something prevented him from doing so because it looked like he was trying to, but couldn't. So he was like, "Well, I'm just gonna brute my force, my brute force, my way out of it." And he was falling to pieces. Yes, and that proved that <laughs> he needs the hex to stay alive. 
Yeah. She's not she's not gonna let him out. Now, something else about that. I know how oh, go ahead. I know how like Norm kept Norm didn't name a name, right? He was like, She's in my head, she's doing this. Agnes named Wanda yeah. straight up. Hey, Wanda won't let us out. She won't even let us think about it. Now, that circles back to my Master Pandemonium thing. When Scarlet Witch fought Master Pandemonium, Agatha Harkness helped her fight it. She was a big part of that fight. Maybe Agatha's not working for Mephisto this time. Maybe she's actually one of the good guys in this. Because Agatha Harkness was never evil. She was kind of just a a neutral character. Yeah. I mean, she was just the witch that helped Wanda when she got to America. Now, something else to bring up. You know what? Uh, Go ahead. Okay, so, you know, we talked about the engineer. Yeah. And who we think it's going to be. Yeah. And everybody's saying, oh, it's Reed Richards, or, you know, my theory was that it's Riri Riri Williams. If... If it's not Riri, there's somebody else in Marvel Comics that's designed really nice aircraft. And it could be our mutant. What if what if her engineer is Dr. Hank McCoy? You know, as soon as you said mutant, I was like, beast. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I, I like I said, my head's disorganized with this episode. I don't know what's going on. It would be really cool. But I do. Least. So I know we keep talking like this is a three part series with WandaVision, Spider Man, and Doctor Strange. Loki is going to tie into Doctor Strange somehow. Oh, for sure. So we may get a little more. We'll make it a little more information out of that Loki series when it comes. We out. know for sure that Doctor Strange does not like Loki running around. Oh no! Oh no! And the the time cops are going to be involved. So now, one more thing I wanted to address before we end off on WandaVision. Wanda doesn't know how she made the hex. Right. Makes me think she didn't. Exactly. Somebody just gave her control. Well, let's let's look at it. Originally that perimeter was blue. Until Wanda came out of it all pissed off and she turned it red and after that it stayed red. Yeah, like like it wasn't her that made it, she just had control over it. Because somebody gave her control. Yeah. She doesn't remember who it is. She doesn't remember anybody giving her control over it. Yep. So we have to have scrolls come in at some point. If we're going to do secret invasion. We have to have scrolls. I've seen some theories that the Kree were behind it. The whole hex trying to get Wanda's powers because the last Infinity Stone infected person they had was one of their most powerful. And now they've been kind of going downhill ever since the scrolls got the 
you know, they got their ship that's faster than anything else the Kree have. And, you know, as far as we can tell, the scrolls are the good guys in this, and every Kree we've seen so far has kind of been a dick. Yeah, I don't really buy that theory. It, I mean, I think this one we're dealing with the supernatural, not not aliens. They might throw in a scroll with Darcy, but I don't think the big antagonist is going to be the Kree or the scroll being involved heavily. Like we might we might see that uh, Darcy is a scroll in it, maybe you know. The end credits for episode nine, Darcy appears to be a scroll. That's the big reveal for what's next. But I don't buy the Kree behind it. Yeah, I don't think so either. Now, is there anything else about One Division? I, I don't think so. There's, I think we've pretty much covered all of it. Um, now, we did see Wanda take, turn on Pietro. She hit him with a blast when he said, your dead husband can't die twice. Which was wrong. He died. He, he looked pretty dead to me. But, no, yeah, and that's why I think that that's not Pietro. That's not something you'd say to your sister. That's why I think it's either actually Evan Peters Quicksilver from Fox or it's Mephisto, or one of the various other villains we've mentioned, Master Pandemonium or Nightmare. All right. So, in other news, I don't like leaks. I can't stand them. I've made that clear. But we do have a leak with Nintendo games. We're getting, oh. we're getting four new ports. The uh, leak came from Taiwan Digital Game Rating Committee, and they like to leak Nintendo's games. But none have been confirmed. But we will be getting the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, which I'm not sure how popular it is in the West. I've seen very few people talk about it. They're interesting games, though. We're going to get uh, Tales from the Borderlands, which is awesome for Borderlands fans. We're going to get Secret Neighbor, which is a sequel to Hello Neighbor, and SnowRunner, where you drive an 18-wheeler up mountains. Oh, that sounds like fun. Now, this is something I really, really want to talk about. I feel deeply about this because it's wrong on so many levels. You know that McDonald's is having a promotion where you get a Pokemon card and a Pokemon toy and a Happy Meals, right? Uh, yeah, that's what they say. Well, the issue is McDonald's employees are taking these cards, selling them online, and you have adults with no kids buying hundreds of these cards and selling them online. Yeah, they're like we went out, got one, and the kid got her little Pikachu Happy Meal box. Man, she was excited that she's gonna have a Pokemon toy. She got Battleship. 
And that's what happened with my kids. We went to McDonald's Friday night, and I was like, all right, four Happy Meals. I was like, and we get home, and one of my kids got a battleship toy, and the rest of them got horses. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I told them, I, I told my kids, I was like, all right, man, y'all going to get some Pokemon toys and these Happy Meals. I said, you guys are going to give me the cards. Because y'all can't take care of cards. They're like, okay. They were upset they came home to horses. And I'll be pretty pissed off about it too. And it it's annoying and agitating. Well, McDonald's released a statement yesterday saying that they're gonna start limiting happy meals and all this and that. And I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. You got five kids to feed, though. You're gonna yeah. need five happy meals, bro. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, well, you can't limit my happy meals because, I mean, that's messed up to my kids. Now, I'm I'm all for like, okay, well, limit the number of Pokemon toys you give out, but still, man, I got I I got five kids that well, four of them that want the Pokemon toys, and they're over here getting horses, where only one kid's excited about the horses. Right, <laughs> and it brings up again something else I saw. These scalpers won't admit they're douchebags, at least for the PS5. Oh, they never do. And it's like, man, you are a grade A douchebag if you scalp. You're using bots to get playstations and. Toys and Pokemon cards is a huge thing for scalpers right now, and it's because YouTubers and Twitch streamers like to open them for their streams and such. And okay, that's fine, that's cool. I'm happy that you know Pokemon cards are coming back in favor because I think they're neat. But don't be a scalper. Yeah, there's. I mean, come on, these McDonald's Pokemon cards. I've never had any promotional card that had any value. No, these cards aren't going to have any value either. But They're not going to make that much money off. Of people are on eBay selling them for a thousand dollars for all four. Yeah, why would I do that? I can get those same four cards out of the pack. They're not even special cards. I think I have all of those cards. The the difference with those cards is they have a little McDonald's promo on them. That's it. Yeah, but they're all over the place. Yeah. They're not worth anything. Just like I have a promo mute. A first edition promo muse, what it says on it, that I got at a flea market 20 some odd years ago. This thing's still only worth like eight bucks. Yeah, it's, I mean, these people are wasting their money on it, and that's fine. It's just don't screw over the kids because you want a fuck, a, you want a score bunny card. You almost said a bad word. I did almost say a bad word. I've that I feel strongly about this. It's it's annoying, it's frustrating, it's irritating. You know, we're having to wait God knows how long to get a play S5 because you got people buying fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it, dude. It's ridiculous, you know. Luckily, I don't have to get a PS5 to like next year, so hopefully yeah, we got a little bit I more. Mean, I, I'm not in a rush to get one. I plan on getting one fairly soon, but 
you know, you got people that wanted to get them for their kids for Christmas, but you have people in Europe buying 2,000 of them at a time. Yeah, there's no reason for that. You don't need all that. You're just trying to make a buck. And what I would do is, I look, if you want, if you want a PS5 weighted out, don't go buy one from one of these people. Make them a waste of their money. Yes. Wait until it devalues so much that they can't make profit off of it. Do not buy from a scalper. You are wasting your money. Just be patient. The same thing happened with the Switch when COVID hit. The scalpers bought all yeah. the Switches, and look, now they're back in stores. You can still get one for 300 You don't have to go to a scalper for five or $600 for a Switch. Yeah. It, I mean, if you're willing to pay those prices, more power to you, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not. No, don't, don't get into their assholes. But you should schedule a meetup with them and confront them about it. Just don't buy it from them. Waste their time. Yes, waste their time. Absolutely. You know, and just don't get beat up doing it. That too. Always, always watch out for your own safety. But, you know, screw those guys. All right. Um, do you have any other news? Um, so when this drops on Monday, you guys um, will already have seen the Snyder Cut trailer that's supposed to drop on Valentine's Day. So we will definitely be talking about that on the next episode. And we are winding down WandaVision. We have three episodes left. These are the ones where they started spending a little bit of money, so I'm expecting some intense uh, intense stuff. And I'm not... I'm going to make something clear. I don't think that WandaVision is going to tell a complete story. I'm not expecting to be satisfied at the end. You know what I mean? No. It's a part of a bigger story, so you're not going to get the closure you think you want. Mar- that's not how Marvel works. Marvel doesn't work that way. We won't, we won't get closure until the end of Phase 4. Like yeah, they may they may be able to defeat you know whatever is behind it, but I don't think we'll see that. I really don't. I think we're gonna see. I think Wanda's gonna win, but I don't think that's necessarily a good thing. Yeah, no, but I really do hope the last episode's like an hour long at least. Yeah, they got to hit us with the season finale stuff, you know, make it a little long. Now, uh, if that's it for the news, what are you playing at now? Mad Madden. A lot of Madden. You guys can add me on PlayStation. It's uh, Jackrabbit112989. Wait, no, that's not it. It's Jackrabbit171129. Add me on PlayStation. Play Madden. Come get beat. I will be here all day. Yeah, I'm currently. Except tomorrow. I have to work. I'm currently playing Pokemon Shield, doing raids. I need to get back on there. I haven't touched my Switch in a while. 
I'm doing uh took it I took it to Ohio and Corpus both and I didn't play it. Apparently I'm going back to Corpus in a couple weeks. So Yeah, and I'm I'm playing so I got that. I'm playing a little bit of Animal Crossing again. Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed Valhalla. You can add me on PSN at Delvin2711. And I'll put both of our PSNs in the description as well as our friend codes for the Switch in case you do want to game with us. But, uh, yeah, I think that's it for the night. Uh, thank you for everybody who listens all the way through to these. I love y'all for yeah, supporting us, and it's great. We're not going to stop. No, we, we won't. we're going to keep doing this every week. We're hoping to go here shortly to a two or three episode a week schedule. But right now, we're just trying to make time to do this. But we, we still appreciate those of you who listen to us. I know we got quite a few that that listen every week. I know I gave Rob and them a shout out last week. You know, there's you know, there's quite a few that still listen on the regular, so we appreciate y'all. Yeah. And yes, thank you. Thank you. That'll be that'll be it for the night. See you guys next week. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. As always, you can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Remember to like and subscribe so you get up to date on all the newest content. Make sure to follow our personal discords. We are also going to be on Facebook and Twitter. And as always, rest well, den dwellers.